Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it. My name is David Stallings and I'm one of the straight dudes. I'm Ricky Rivera, the other straight dude. First, I want to say Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas. This is, uh, I guess, late Christmas. This is coming out the day after Christmas. Woo! Now that, now what that it's... Get? What did I get? Yeah, what'd you get for Christmas yesterday? I, I got a lot of candy, I'm sure. Oh, nice. I'm hoping that I still get the pigs in a blanket that my dad makes. Uh, mm. No, no, I'm not hoping I did get it. No, I yeah, did you did the, get it. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it happened already. Yeah, it was this, yesterday. Yeah, it was great. It was, uh, <laughs> it was great. Speaking of food... <laughs> uh, we are gonna we're gonna have an intervention with all of us right now. Uh, now that Christmas is over, to talk about all of our uh, communal depression and obesity that we have, as we just watched the movie The Whale, starring Brendan Fraser, <laughs> uh, yeah, which uh, is a a rough reflective movie to end the year on. <laughs> that was that was hard. That was this was a tough movie, oh. not because it was bad. Cause it's too real. <laughs> it's too real, man. It was, it was hard. Um, this yeah. is one of those movies where it's like, I, I didn't. Wanna, I want to go back to Christmas. Yeah, let's go back to Christmas. Also, there's nothing fun about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. What? It, what? It, we could. We should have planned that better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> we did nice Christmas episodes. Went to the best movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> to just our sad. The final episode of our first year is the most depressing movie we could possibly find oh. right now, which is perfect. <laughs> yeah. For context as well. Um, a few months ago, if you keep up with movies at all, you may have seen a bunch of photos of some festival that uh, Brendan Fraser was at that this movie premiered at, and there were a bunch of photos of him crying as he was receiving a standing ovation. This was a big deal of a movie, as it seems like it's Brendan Fraser. I mean, it it is one of his best roles, I think. It's uh, a big movie for people, I think. I mean, yeah. Brandon Fraser was like a staple. He was an oh, yeah. icon. And then he just disappeared. And he disappeared. For like people, you know, like our parents' age and our age, it's like we all watched those movies. In cin- like this was our cinema, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. Like we were like, whoa, the mummy? Yeah. So, and then Brandon Fraser, I mean, he's been through a lot for mm-hmm. sure. So this movie coming out is definitely like a big deal. Like this was the only reason. I didn't even know what the movie was about. When yeah. we got the ticket. I watched the trailer after we got the ticket because I was like, I should look at what this is. I just knew it was Brandon Fraser's comeback. Yeah. But it's uh, an extremely dramatic role. It's intense. But it's it it seems like there's... I mean, I think there's a lot that any person could connect to with this movie. This movie is a lot about just uh, personal insecurity or self-sabotaging behavior, uh, hurting people around you. It's, uh, I mean, it's a lot of real lessons that everyone deals with it's just kind of hard to see all of it happen at once in this movie yeah six minute standing ovation is what he got yeah so this was for this movie and well deserved i i thought to myself if i was in that crowd i would have done the same thing yeah i would have the ovation though would have only been for him Mm. for brendan fraser for his acting bro he made me feel every emotion Everything. But as for I'm I'm excited to discuss this because I'm not too sure how I feel about this movie overall. Um, for I'll give the I'll give the synopsis real quick of this movie. It's called The Whale. Um, it's based on a play of the same name, so maybe you've read the play. I've never heard of it. Um, but it is about uh this extremely overweight man just picture any person from the first episode of a season of the biggest loser and pretend that they are uh the main character of this movie uh that is brendan fraser playing charlie he is a uh a college liter literature professor he does everything online with his laptop camera off um and basically from the get-go of the movie uh you learn that he is uh going to die probably within the week like it's gotten that bad uh his blood pressure is at 238 over 134 which is awful to hear (laughs) um but the rest of that the rest of the movie is about him basically trying to make amends trying to end his life on a good note um with uh the estranged daughter that he has with uh his ex-wife and just trying to 
come to terms with the awful life that he's led uh, and trying to leave one good thing in the world. Yeah, refuses to go to the hospital, refuses to get any help. Yeah. And mainly trying to trying to just end his life with trying to what's what's the word? I mean, he's trying to give all of his money to his estranged daughter, and that's like the only thing he can comprehend is like a good thing for him to end his life on. It's awful. Yeah, it's the only goal in life he has is just all the money he makes. He saves it away for his daughter. Yeah, for her to have a good life because he feels like his, he he gave up on his a long time ago. Yeah, like it's not like this is the week he decided he's gonna give up. It, it's been a long time. This coming. has been a planned situation, but this is the week where it's finally he is coming to terms with death, basically. So like harsh, harsh storyline to end the year on. Yeah, very hard. Like, uh, very uh, very emotional, very difficult. Um, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of context about like the background with how he got to this point where, uh, I, I'm gonna go into this just a little bit on some details that, uh, they do expose that he left his family because he fell in love with, uh, a student of his, he teaches at college, um, but fell in love with a student of his and then him and this young man, ran off together and he basically abandoned his family he's not a good person charlie is not a good person in this movie i don't think he's a i don't think he's i think he's trying to redeem himself in some way but he's a bad person in my opinion (laughs) yeah like yeah yeah he left he left his family to be with uh with another man and um i think yeah, that, like I think that that's probably where that that poem came from, though the the essay that she wrote mm-hmm. that she wrote. I think that's what helped him realize he needed he was ha- unhappy with who he actually was. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to say that to his daughter, but <laughs> yeah, I started picturing that at the end. I was like, oh, that makes sense. This is making sense now. Yeah, it's uh, his life is a sad story. Uh, it's a very sad story, and and even the man he leaves his family for has also had some pretty rough passings yeah he say. basically got uh excommunicated from his church and then uh with within his life ended up uh while partnered with charlie ended up jumping off a bridge and committing suicide it's a very dark film very uh, dark and and yeah and he's he's pushing himself away from anybody who wants to establish any relationship with him too yeah so i will say I think the I think the main redeeming quality of this movie is the fact that Brendan Fraser kills it. Like this is an extremely painful role to play and it's one that I think many people can resonate with. There's some there's if you see this movie there is you will find a quality about Charlie that I think you will connect with where you've either hurt yourself or you've self-sabotaged in some way or you're grieving or you do have the same like stress eating issue or you just eat yourself to death. Like there's a lot of characteristics, negative characteristics that they go into. Um, Not like they're trying to demonize him, but just like a multifaceted character, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It probably could be a bit triggering (laughs) for some. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, maybe be careful. (laughs) Yeah. If if any of those things, uh, you're struggling with currently. I probably wouldn't recommend that movie. I, I this is a pretty hard one. Like, this I, is a movie. I will only recommend this movie if you're in the mood to feel really sad for two hours, but then by the end of it, feel motivated. Of like, I gotta change my life. Like, I had to stop eating my popcorn during this yeah. movie. Oh yeah, I did too. I was like, uh, I don't really want popcorn anymore. I was. I, I got. To, a, I got I, like a sugar-free lemonade or something <laughs> like that. Like, I got some water. I was like, I don't want. I barely some. had any of my soda <laughs> too. Like, I I barely had anything. I have to tell you this though, because that <laughs> reminded me of watching my dad watch The Biggest Loser growing up, yeah. where. My mom and dad would watch would watch this show, and every time I would see them watching it, at some point in the episode, my my dad would just get up and just start doing push-ups on the floor. <laughs> and it's the same. It was the same kind of reaction with this. Of like, I I was like, I can't eat anything. And yeah. A part of me was like, I need to go home and work out. Like right now. I know. We were, I was driving to your house afterwards, and I thought to myself, I was like, 
I was like, I'm kind of hungry. And then I was like, nah, I don't want to eat though. <laughs> no, I don't want to eat. I don't need to eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't eat before the movie. And so I was just like, I should eat something. I was like, no, no, I, I feel terrible doing it. I if I have to. one meal, I'll end up just like, <laughs> I know literally. And I even, even afterwards too, I was like, Ooh, maybe I'll get something on the way home from David's. Like, you know, what am I going to do for dinner? And I was like, no. There's lunch meat in the fridge, and I will have that and a, le- and a head of lettuce. Like, <laughs> yes. That'll be my dinner. <laughs> Nothing else. I don't need it. Yeah. And then the holidays will hit, and we'll, <laughs> we'll court ourselves this weekend. I I, uh, I called my wife afterwards, too, and I said, I said when I get home, I think I just need to cuddle or something. Like, <laughs> I just need a hug. <laughs> I was like, I just need you to, like, cuddle me and tell me I'm pretty. Like. <laughs> It was a hard movie to watch. Remind me, baby, remind me I'm a good person. Yeah. I was like, I won't ever leave. I won't ever leave. I just, I'm going to come home and I just need you. Just tell me I'm doing something right. Yeah. I was like, please, please. That's sweet, though. Yeah, yeah. this is a... I'm not going to recommend this movie to anyone, man. It's a good... It's like good, but it's... it. There's nothing enjoyable... About this movie. It's one of those that's just like, you feel exhausted by the end of it. You feel like you just lived it with them. And it's like, uh, did I have fun? No. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I will say, I think I laughed at like two or three parts and we might've been the only ones in the theater. Oh yeah. We were the only ones laughing at but, anything. But when he just like pulls out a whole, like two slices of pizza and is just dumping ranch oh on it. Oh my gosh. I laughed a little bit cause I was like. Oh man, <laughs> that kind of sounds good though. <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Crap, well, I, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm enabling." Bro, the sound effects that they put on every piece of food though oh. made it just sound so, it so awful. Hard. It was so like you heard every single like touch on this on all of the food. It's horrendous watching. I, yeah. I felt sick <laughs> watching this movie. And and well, and with casting Brendan Fraser. Oh my goodness. Like, so I wonder if they approached him or if he approached them, because how do you approach him with that? How do you just Mm -hmm. be like, Hey, I have this role and I think you're perfect for it. And then you get this role. Yeah. Like that's gotta be hard. Like the whole, the whole concept of the character is the idea of, Hey, it's an insecurity that like everyone gets to see on you. And it's that you are fat and you hate it, and everyone around you hate hates it. That's the character. Yeah. We think you're perfect for. I it. think you could be perfect as like a 500 pound man. <laughs> and, and the and for people you know who may not know Brendan Fraser that well, that is like a real struggle of his too that he yeah. had for a while. He's with, not. He didn't get to that to no, that no. weight. But no, no, no. He didn't. He didn't have that weight. But he did. I know he did have a, a season of life where he was dealing with you know big depression and. And weight gain. And, and weight all. gain. And, and that was something I know the media really slandered him for. So mm-hmm. I imagine that couldn't have been easy. Yeah. To go from Hollywood, you know, heartthrob, George of the Jungle to <laughs> to like now everybody's slandering him because he's having a meal. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it, it's a big sign of maturity and growth, though, in order to mm-hmm. to do a role like that. Oh, my goodness. And especially when like anytime he's come up in conversation over the past 10 years has like that phase of life that he's been going through has would have been mentioned. Right. So like everyone knows that he's had this issue, but being able to come to terms with it and be like, yeah, I'll I'll do this role. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to own it and I'm going to kill it. And he, and he does. And it's painful watching it. Uh, Gosh. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that the whole time. I wanted to ask you like, uh, cause, cause you, you do acting, mm-hmm. you're, you're an actor. I like to think of myself as an actor yeah, and I, I, I'm an ex thespionage, you know, I, <laughs> I did a little bit of thespianism back in the day. You did, you did some theater back in the in day? In high school I did theater my freshman year. That's awesome. Yeah. I went to a thespian convention and everything. I even, we even took a play to, uh compete with oh wow uh, you so were like you were a true thespian i was a well i mean i was just a freshman in high school <laughs> trying to get my credits done yeah. <laughs> i mean i really did want to do it i wanted to be an actor growing up but then i realized i was like nah this is it this is a lot this is a lot to tap into these emotions yeah this is a lot i have to cry every day yeah. <laughs> um but like do you think and, and I don't want to pull anything out of you or anything, but like, do you think that you could go and relive some of the darkest moments in your life and just put that out there? 
for the world to see in an acting sense like that'd be so hard it it is it's something i've actually been i've been trying to focus on a bit more over the past couple months and it's it's i think it's really dangerous but it's it's also healing at the same time um because like yeah you can go into these dark places and what what i have learned and what i've been reading about uh has talked mainly that when you have to get those to those places you gotta summon these memories in your own life and basically tap it very briefly you just go into that memory for a brief moment get to the hardest part of it just Mm -hmm. knock on the door and then leave and i've noticed that has helped a lot uh, with being able to summon emotion quickly, yeah, and not, and then afterwards not feel uh, extremely sad about it. I have had it's it's very fragile. I feel like though, because oh, I have yeah. had nights where I have tested it and tapped it, uh, tapped a memory, and then it's I accidentally opened the door for a moment. It's yeah. it's hard. So I'm very uh, impressed when I can actually see people doing that on on screen because i mean i don't know how brendan fraser was on set if he was just depressed every single day yeah imagine but what i'm learning about is that in order to do this health healthy you have to be able to just go there briefly and then you can pull yourself back yeah yeah that's that's got to be just just from the whole beginning to end like how long this process has taken like let's just assume they started filming this movie even at the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. from the moment you get the role, you've already ha- realized that you have to tap into that emotion. Mm-hmm. And then to read in the lines, like I imagine that's like so, e- like you're just so eager. You're like, oh my gosh, like I don't, not eager, eager is not the right word, but you just, you feel so like anxious to do that role. Yeah. And then he shows up on set and they're like, all right, you're ready to get your prosthetics on? Like <laughs> we're going to add a couple hundred pounds to your body. Uh-huh. Like that's got to just be so like nerve wracking. So I can't imagine. Filming it and then releasing it uh-huh. <laughs> and watching everybody feel so emotional about the one thing in your life that was like the hardest thing for you to cope with is what everybody's watching right now and is like feeling bad for you. And you're like, yeah, like, you know, like just being in a room of people watching your sat, like you, you express your hardest mm-hmm. feelings and they're all like, oh, and you're like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that if anything, the only thing I want to know more about with this movie is Brendan Fraser's technique with getting into the character. Oh, masterclass. Uh, because also, a reminder, it's not like they do each of the scenes in one take. Mm-mm. They like they'll they'll do a full shot of all of Brendan Fraser's lines and then he might mess up, so we're gonna do it again. And then if he has to get emotional during it, he has to keep tapping into that over and over again. And then also what you said of getting the prosthetics on. There's an exercise that I've learned and and done with some scenes that uh, one of the things to get the physicality of a character uh, is called the animal exercise. And what you do is you uh, connect the character you're playing with some kind of very specific animal in the world. And so for this, you could literally do a whale and then pick a specific kind and then try to like actually go around your house and try to embody that in some way. And that significantly helps with your physicality. And you can see it oh, yeah. in him of there were some really cool shots at the beginning of the movie where they really showed just how large and like height wise as well of a person oh, yeah. he was. He was big. They had the camera like follow him upward as he would try to get up off of the couch. Yeah. And for a moment, you're like, oh, my gosh, he's a mountain. He's huge. Well, I think he's big in real life too he's like what like six three or something i know like he's that? very i know he's very tall in real life yeah so i felt like, like he was taller in the movie oh yeah he felt like he was like seven feet tall in this mm-hmm. movie but i know in real life he's also a tall dude so like yeah putting all that weight on all this height is just he just looks insane yeah absolutely yeah i just I, that's like all my mind could think of watching this movie is i was like i feel like we're watching a future master class from brendan fraser on how he can tap into this yeah and honestly that's why i, I I'm kind of conflicted with this movie because it's like everyone did a good job at at a minimum. The only person that stands out is Mr. Frazier. But the rest of the movie is kind of like, eh. Yeah. If Brendan Frazier did not bring his A game for this, would anyone watch it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
yeah, I mean, you're right. Like it's, it just, this movie probably wouldn't have felt the same if it was somebody like Chris Evans playing Mm -hmm. the main character, somebody who, you know, who is idolized as a body figure, you know? Yeah. Especially with how painful this movie is. This is not a fun movie. So I like, I really do think the only draw of this movie is that they got an, an amazing actor to be the lead in it, which usually with indie films too, that's like their goal. They try to cast someone big in it, and then it's like, okay, people will come see it for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it had the very indie film vibe, you know, the the strings is their only soundtrack to the movie, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's every indie movie I watch that's mm-hmm. just strings. It's always strings or some, like, indie rock band that's yep. just like, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, like there's flowers. Though. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was an interesting concept, though, that the entire movie was all filmed at just one set, one location for the entire thing. Yeah, me also trying to figure out how that house design looked. <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I swear the door switched sides of the hallway. I'm pretty sure we just got it confused because I think they did. I think the layout was the same the whole time. Yeah. I don't think there was an issue with it. I, it was a very minimal, like, this movie probably didn't take super long to film. I can't imagine. No, it probably did. not. Probably like, at least within a month for sure. Yeah. I mean, films have been done in, in you know shorter times. I think we watched. I don't remember what we watched. We did watch a movie though. And I remember reading it was like seventeen days to film. Yeah. So, they. I mean, they can get short. <laughs> all in one place, like they once and there's only what four main actors. There's I think six. There were six people casted in total. Yeah, I think it's only six. Pe- well, technically. I mean, all excluding the online, class. Yeah, all of his online students. And were, I, they might not even have been... They probably just were just extras just sitting at a screen. Oh, yeah, they were definitely just extras. Yeah, so they might not even been real, to be honest. <laughs> they literally might have just been some pre-recorded thing they found. No, they they, they had to have been real. They, they had to have yeah. been real, because that would have cost too much. <laughs> yeah, true. But, yeah, yeah was, I think there was only six characters that got... That were actually... Seen in person because I'm also including the pizza man. Yeah, the pizza man. That's six. Yeah, so six and really only three main actors in this. It's mm-hmm. really Brandon Fraser, his daughter, and then the nurse. Everybody yeah. else kind of just shows up for a little bit. I will say though, the mom, um, I, I, Mary. The character's name was Mary. Mary, She's an alcoholic. Samantha Morton is her name. I will say, I she did really well too. Like she had when, one scene and she killed it. I think she was like next to Brendan. Like I, if I had to rank them, it's Brendan Fraser and then her right there because she killed it. Yeah, dude, I felt her emotion when she was hugging him, and uh, he was just going through like old memories from when they were married. Mm-hmm. I could just like feel like the love she has for what this man was, mm-hmm. but not who he is now. Yeah, and just all of the emotions in between. Like you could just feel it in her. Like just the little moment. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, she was definitely tapping into some grief of some sort because that was like, uh, that was good. She she was a really good actress. Yeah. What's what's interesting too? I'm gonna <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna talk about a lot of the techniques I've been learning recently. But with that scene in particular, like there was a lot of lines that invoked that evoked ideas of like what life used to be. Um, and one of the things I have learned is that if you struggle to act, if it's like too dangerous for you to actually go and tap on certain memories or you don't have a memory that relates, you can actually go and make up, like make up an authentic story for this character, for the background. And so as he was talking about, talking to his ex-wife about the time they all went to Oregon uh, and he went into the ocean for the first time, it's like, as you're saying all the lines, you can start creating a fictional backstory of, like the drive over and the conversations you had together. Why were you even going? So now you have that memory to look back on. You think of, you say the line, you think of this happy moment where maybe they surprised their daughter and we're going to go on a road trip. Suddenly we saved up some money to go do that for, yeah, for summer or whatever. And so you can do that with every single line in a script. And I felt like that's that they did a really good job of that. Like you could feel the life behind the eyes of the, of the actors. Like they were the majority of them. I felt like did a very good job of really manifesting, uh, who they were. Yeah. Yeah. All those characters felt really real. I mean, um, the, the daughter, the daughter, she wasn't bad. She was a bit 
confusing. I'm just gonna, you know, anytime there's a teenager in a movie, I feel like we're gonna complain about them. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, that's listen. That's the same girl who does Stranger Things. Yeah, I know you haven't seen it, but oh my gosh, it is. She she's in Stranger Things. She and she's amazing in that. Like she's really good in that. Mm -hmm. So. It's not like she's just a run of the mill, just teenager. She's, you know, she's been an elite cast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was just okay. I, and I don't think it was necessarily her fault. I think she was just written very all over the place. It was a little hard to watch her sometimes. Yeah. It was kind of odd. Uh, her character of like, why are you here? Then? If you hate him so much. Just, yeah. Stop like, coming yeah. over. Stop coming over. You hate him. Like, like you love him, but you hate him. Like, God, just make up your mind in some yeah. way. She's really just like the definition of an angsty teen. I mean, the mom said it well. She's a demon. Yeah. Yeah. I. <laughs> okay. Did you, did you feel like something was up with the door? The yeah. The door time? was weird. They always were opening the door, they, shutting the door. The front door of his home, everyone would keep going over to Like someone wants to leave. They go over, they'll hold the doorknob and then pause and then someone will say something. They might turn back and then open the door finally as if they're going to leave. Then look outside. And then they're stuck there. And they think again. Am I going to leave? And no one says anything. But they're at the door. And then a few minutes later, then they walk out. Yeah. That happened <laughs> too many times. <laughs> so many times. I feel like I was watching like Friends, you know? They're just all rotating in the apartment. Yeah. And just It's like, God, the next person, show up, please. But it was like... It was so many pauses at the door. Like, we kept going yes. over to it, and it's like, okay, it's time to leave. Do I want to leave yet? I don't know why I'm here. They must have been trying to portray some sort of deeper meaning with the door. Because yeah. there's no way that that was just, like, a, a coincidence that we just kept having the door moment. I, it could be. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just felt really weird. It, it feels like there was, like, a like a technique about that uh -huh. that they just reuse they just kept repeating it over yeah. and over all right we're gonna do plan door again guys yeah we'll go head over there you start going over contemplate do, are, do you actually want to leave or not it's, it's a metaphor for you know everybody involved it's kind of just you could just shut the door and leave and be gone because he's never going to come after you yeah you could just he can't he can't make walk it out away you can go outside and have freedom and he can't you know but nah come back in come back in now shut it shut lock it. it come back in look at the bird Go back out. You're yeah, upset. what was the bird and the plate thing? Do you have any, dear listener? There was a there was a an item or a scene that they kept showing where on one of his windows, uh, on the windowsill outside, he put a plate with little potato things on it, and then the birds would come and eat it. And then at some point, the plate just broke. Do you have any idea what that was meant to be? Yeah, I don't know why it broke. I think maybe the daughter did that. Probably that's what I thought that the daughter broke it. But other than that, like, what is the purpose of it? I thought the whole time that they were gonna dive into it that that was something that like his ex did, mm -hmm. and he this is like the last thing he has to keep doing for his ex. Yeah, that's what I and thought. Feed the feed the crows that yeah. still come by. Yeah, like I thought maybe they'd be like, oh, he was an avid bird watcher or something, you know? Like, mm -hmm. he, like this is like this was his thing. He always put food out for the birds huh. but i don't know if they ever did discuss that so you know i i, I like to think i'm just gonna live in my bliss that that was for his ex i feel like the that combined with the door are both elements that i feel like you can really tell that this is based on a play where with plays they'll just have like a door there will be like random symbolism we'll address it momentarily but like the 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 audience is meant to interpret what does that actually mean? What does the gun that's framed on the wall of the random theater yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that the play is in, what does that mean? We're going to address it at some point, but it's such a centerpiece, but we're not going to use it. We're not going to discuss it. So I feel like that's the same thing with the plate. <laughs> of yeah. like, we're going to feed the birds. And yeah, the, it was like the up plate to interpretation. And what does that mean? That's for you, the audience, to interpret yeah, but we're all just gonna walk away saying, "I don't know what that was." <laughs> Maybe it was uh, the only good thing he was ever doing was feeding birds, and then the plate broke and realizes the last that's the last thing he could do independently. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. I, I, because I think it was after that that he started having like an anger uh, meal. I think. Yeah, after the plate broke, he like went into like a fit of rage. Oh my gosh, that was the worst scene I've ever seen before. <laughs> Of just him just 
eating everything and it sounded so disgusting and he's just throwing up and oh my god yeah yeah it's hard to watch it's hard to watch for sure and you know there's a couple times where he he catches himself maybe not trying to eat and then he uh like there's the one where he's he's looking in his drawer and he, he pulls out the candy bar puts it away oh. and then he realizes something about like his life or whatever something sad and mm-hmm. then he just goes right back to it yeah he's like nah i just you know it's too hard to cope have you this might be this might be too deep of a question for our podcast but i'll 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 ask it have you ever had a uh, a time in your life where like either you let yourself lose weight or gain it of just like stress eating or oh, yeah. or anything like that oh yeah i had a job a couple of years ago that you know i was I really hated, and that was like a really hard uh, time because it was like when me and my wife first got married, and I, I did not enjoy the work at all, <clears throat> at all. Like mm-hmm. I like legit like hated it. Yeah. Um, but I was only doing it because we needed the money and whatnot. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I gained a lot of weight doing that. I think I gained like fifty, sixty pounds. Oh from wow! Just doing the just eating all the time, you know. I was yeah. Like, I was just depressed because I wasn't doing anything I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I left it to go do other things and realized like if I just do work that makes me happy that I, you know, I enjoy doing, Yeah, I could have, I like my personal life would be better. Cause that was what it was. It was like, we just got married and like, I'm not enjoying anything I'm doing in my day job. So when I come home, I'm not able to like digress properly. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. still uh, annoyed from what the work I was doing. Yeah. So you want to feel better. So I'm going to eat something yeah. that feels good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I lost a lot of that weight. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I've been in those situations before, man. It's, that's something I've always struggled with is, is eating like overeating your emotions. Yeah. Like I've, that scene of him pulling the candy bar back out to eat. I've done that before. Uh huh. <laughs> I've done that before like, where I get in my head on emotions and I go back to the food that was there. Yeah. I, I, I did this with, uh, or like, Cause eating and like maintaining your weight or trying to stay healthy with it is such a hard thing that all of us struggle with, which is Mm -hmm. why I think everyone can relate to this movie in some way. But I had an issue in college where I was getting, I I, I believe it was the beginning of my uh, junior year or end of my sophomore year, one of them. And I remember getting so stressed out and I was trying to balance that I had tests coming up I needed to study for but also I was trying to go to the gym every day and trying to eat well and it was just like I I remember having to make a decision of okay I'm going you know what I have to sacrifice something <laughs> in order yeah. to get through this and the priority right now is school so I'm I have to make this decision for the next like 2 years I'm the working out and eating well are not going to happen anymore until I'm done with school. Yeah. And that was hard because <clears throat> yeah. you like, I, I had a priority and I had to get through it, but also I knew I was going to take on a new issue of like, okay, at the end of this road, I have to, I'm going to have to deal with this again. And yeah, that's, it's so rough <laughs> to see all like, cause I think a lot of people have had their, those times in their life where they've gained a lot of weight or, like I've been, I've been actively losing a bunch of weight over this year. Oh, yeah. Like it's either way that you're going, it's such a struggle, man. Yeah. Now I, now I gain the weight cause I'm getting my dad figure. Right. Yeah. But that you have, but this is a healthy, yeah, that's important cause you're, you have to have the dad bod. Well, where, where, where's he going to lay his head? Exactly. You know what I mean, like I can't just have him lay on my chest. Mm-hmm. You know, as a baby, and then it hurts because yeah. I'm so freaking ripped. Right. If you have nothing but muscle on your torso, the baby's head is gonna it's gonna be like laying on pavement. You know. Yeah, exactly. So I got I have to lay down a nice foundation for him to lay on, mm-hmm. so he's comfortable. So exactly, we can, we can bond. Yeah. If you don't do that, then the baby. I mean, yeah, you're <laughs> you're off to a real bad start with uh, raising your kid. You know. Exactly. And then that all that that meat will process into just dad meat. And then, you know, it's just dad, dad strength, natural dad strength. <laughs> right. Okay. The dad meat. <laughs> the dad meat. The, the dad bod transitions into dad meat, which yeah. transitions into dad strength. Dad ah. strength. Yeah. It's it's all it's all like a, you know, it's a trinity. It's it's one and the other. It's a trinity? Yeah. You know, it's, 
<laughs> look, you know, all one in the same. This is what happens, you know. Like, you, you ever think about that when you're like, you just see dads out there and they're big, but they they you know they could beat you up. Yeah, I always look at them and I think to myself, ah, you are just like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you have yeah. you have the bod, the, the me, and the, and the, <laughs> the strength. That's right. Yeah, it's the exact same. It's one to one for me. Yeah, it's you know it, all that all that dad meat. <laughs> Go on, go on. <laughs> Tell know, me more on. about the dad meat. <laughs> Look, it all works together. It correlates as one big body mm-hmm. person. Yes, yeah. but we don't want it to be too big or else people will think we're a whale. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Not, not we, at all. We regulate. We regulate. We regulate. <laughs> Oh, it's man. gonna be fun, yeah. This was a this was a doozy of a movie, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really hard to to talk about. I mean, there's there's other aspects to this movie at play, you know, as well. Being a uh, a gay man who had a family before mm-hmm. with the woman, so yeah, those aspects play into it. I don't think they necessarily tap too deep into that, other than just the daughter has a lot of resentment. But it's not even the fact that she left for a guy. I think it's just more so the the bullying she got from that or yeah or just the fact that her dad just never cared at all yeah he just i mean he just got up and left basically yeah and like i don't think i i really could not see him as like a good person Mm -mm. throughout this and i think like that's the that's the majority of this movie right is just him realizing he's at the end of his days and wanting to make up for it yeah it's it's interesting because it's so his his crutch is food, mm-hmm. so he's gained so much weight and everything, which makes you feel bad in a sense. You feel bad for him and uh, the life he had, he endured, you know, like leaving his wife and all that. Mm-hmm. But I think if we were to swap out food with, you know, maybe like alcohol. Yeah. If he was hitting alcohol as hard as he was hitting food, we'd be like, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. He's a piece of garbage. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, but that's just where we, that's just, it's just, it's, I thought that was interesting to, to yeah. think about. It's like, no, he's, he, if you get rid of the addiction, he's just bad. <laughs> yeah. Especially with, we talked briefly about this, about, um, the idea of like body positivity and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have, we all have this weird thing with, uh, our weight or shaming other people or judging them based on their weight or anything, which we shouldn't be doing in general, but there's also the dynamic of like, you have to recognize still that we do have to take care of this, right? Because if you're 500 some pounds, like, yeah, you can still, it, you can have a mental uh, situation of like believing you, like your life still has meaning, you're a good person, like your weight really doesn't reflect on who you are. But there is also the realistic element that you are dying. Yeah. You are significantly reducing the life that you have because you you have let yourself get to this. And it's I feel like we all kind of struggle with we don't want to hurt people by bringing that up cuz how do you help someone who has cuz it is an addiction just eating too. It much. is an addiction. I mean right. that's that's food can be just as addictive as anything else. Yeah. I mean addictions is not the thing does not cause the addiction. It's the way you treat the thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's the way you, you deal with it. But it's funny that like that kind of addiction, which, uh, especially in America, a lot of us have dealt with that it's, I'm struggling to see if there's a different kind of addiction where you, you actually can't get rid of the thing you're addicted to. You still have to eat. Yeah. Right. We all still have to eat, but now you have to. It's you the have, hardest addiction. Yeah. You have to figure out a way to, okay, well, do I try to eat less? Do I just try to eat something healthier? What do I do here? Yeah. You cannot get rid of it. Yeah. And then for some people, there are legit actual medical reasons, like, you know, why it's, mm-hmm. the weight is there. And yeah. that's probably harder than anything else because it's like, I have to regulate. Bro, like, who doesn't like food? We all have to eat We food. all want food. Yeah. Like, you're never going to meet somebody who's just like, oh, I eat bad food. I, I don't really care how food tastes. It's just food. It's like, you're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy to me if that's how you think. We need good food still. Yeah. Everybody wants a nice meal. Yeah. <laughs> and if we could have it every moment of every day, who's going to turn that down? You know, if you could have your dream meal three times a day. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> that would be incredible. That's the hardest thing to kick, man. So, and, and yeah, that that is like, 
that's the easiest thing to be addicted to. Yeah. But that's where regulation comes in and all that. But the, you could just tell that that was thrown out the window here. Yeah. The, the mindset that my, that my dad taught me a long time ago, uh, that I think has really helped me with that, um, has been that at some point when you like, especially when you do start diving or like you're in a place where you're trying to, you're trying to fix this addiction and you're trying to get healthy again. The mindset you have to change to is I don't live to eat. I eat to live. And I feel like a lot of people forget that. Yeah. That it's like, it is okay to have like, like if you're going to have the three meals, two of them can be like, "Eh, they're just salad or whatever. And then like one can be like, some kind of treat with it or whatever. But yeah. like you can't, if the only thing you're looking forward in the, to in the day is what am I going to have to eat? That's a bad mindset to have. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's fun, but that's not a good place for any human to be at. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, you know, if that's the only thing you're so, and, and I equate that again to being like, what am I going to drink today? You uh-huh. know? Like, what yep. do I have to drink or what do I have to smoke? What do I have to, yeah. You know, it's that same mindset of like, if that's what you're, you need to live, that's, you know, that, that's where the the problem begins. Yeah. I think you're totally right about that. That if, if we did, if there was, if it was any other addiction that we were seeing him have, everyone watching the movie would be like, ah, he's a horrible person. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible man. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that it's food, it's like, we feel bad, but I think we all feel bad because we know that (laughs) we could fall into that any moment. Yeah. It's the only kind of addiction I think where literally everyone is struggling to make sure that they don't end up like that. Yeah. Right. Or like if you're on the opposite end of it where you're, you're eating too little, like you're still dealing with the same thing. We all, each of us individually are struggling to find our own way to deal with food. Yeah. How do I eat yeah. for me? Yeah. And, and I know that there are some medical conditions that make that harder for everybody, but I don't think anybody ends up that way accidentally. You know, I don't think yeah. anybody gets there accidentally. It, there's, there's some, you know the direction you're going. I mean, I, just speaking from somebody who, who's still struggles with weight and yeah. you know loving mm-hmm. the the way I am, it's like you gotta you gotta take that one step at a time and realize it like one meal at a time, literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I think too with like they really showed that he eats a lot anytime that he became emotional about something or anytime he got stressed, he started to eat more, and that I think is very realistic. I I struggle with stress eating. Oh yeah, I do that too. Like stress eating, I think is very common for uh, for our generation. I don't know how it is for everyone, but stress eating, especially when I last year was like, okay, I want to start fixing this. What I want to start losing weight. The first thing I had to figure out was when I am stressed, how do I deal with this now? How do I? I need to replace the eating with yeah. anything else because I realized my go-to was always food. It was like it was comforting to have something that tasted good. And then I could go to Popeye's up the road and just grab chicken every day. And it's like, ah, but I will die. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I, I deal with more so like the bored eating. <laughs> like the, yeah, like I'm just so bored, like I gotta eat or like, not even hard. bored. It, um, sometimes for me, if I have something to like snack on, that can I can focus better. Mm-hmm. I can listen to what people are saying. So it's it's totally different sides of it. Of like either I'm just really bored or I'm really trying to focus. Uh-huh. Uh And then there's like that end where I'm like, all right, I gotta watch what I eat. Gum. That's what I'd do. Gum is helpful. Gum. Yeah. I just chew some gum and I'm like, yep, this is great. All right, <laughs> I'll have this all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, because sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes you just want to chew something. Mm-hmm. It's not even the fact that I want to eat this. I just want something to chew on. Yeah. I don't even care what it is. So that's why I always have gum around. I'm like, this is like the best thing to have. I genuinely think that the boredom eating is, is the worst because it's not, to me, it was never satisfying. No. Every time I would give into that, it's like I'm eating and then halfway through, I'm like, I'm not even enjoying this meal right now. I'm just doing this because there's nothing else to do right now. So now I've wasted money on this food and I'm gaining weight because of it. And it's, what did I gain? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing good. This is a, this was a hard movie to watch, man. I know this is, this one, this movie really brings a lot out of you. A lot of emotions. You know what? I think as a, you know, this is a, this episode's coming out the last week of of 2022. It is kind of a, a somber reflective kind of movie where I left with, how 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 do I 
how do I take what I've learned from this and apply it now? And we're about to start a new year. And I think that's a good mindset that everyone should yeah. have of like, what did I learn from this year? And how do I apply it to next year? Not even with like the new year's resolutions or whatever, but like, how can I tangibly change my life over the next year? You know? Yeah. So it's a depressing movie, but like in that sense, it's good. That's a good thing that I think I've gotten out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd agree with you. It's, it's definitely one of those movies where you, you feel afterwards, you, you feel, you come out feeling a lot of emotions mm-hmm. for some motivating for some sad. Yeah. For me, I want to go home and just have a hug for my wife, you know, <laughs> yep. but, um, you know what though? And <laughs> this is, this is the hardest part of the movie. Is the last five seconds? Oh, I was just about to break this up. We like I'm on the cusp of a tear of just tears flowing because it's such a good movie, and you're finally having the wholesome moment where Brendan Fraser steps up to his daughter because that's all she's ever asked is just just st- just stand and walk without. Can something. you stand without the walker? Can you get up without the wheelchair? Can you stand on your own two feet? And can you walk to me at all? Yeah, because that's the first steps. Like mm-hmm. she's 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 doing it. And the time sounding mean, she's trying to be mean, mm-hmm. but in reality, like in her heart, she really is more so like the intention behind it is if you could take these steps from the couch to the door, we that's can get progress. You if we can get you to walk out of that door, then we've made progress because he's on the second floor. Mm-hmm. So it's like literally like if we could just get you to the door, we can help you. Yeah. Um, but you got to do that yourself. You and know? it's like on this day in particular, he is, he's going to die. Like that's, that's where he's at. It's basically confirmed he's going to die on this day. But to go on with what this scene is, he has finally stood up. He's taken two steps towards his daughter. And Ricky, how does how does this movie end? Dude, it's crazy. So in, a, in an earlier moment, we get the flashback. Uh, again, we talked about the mom coming in and, and is reflecting on old memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks about how like that's like the best memory he had as a family was when they went to the beach. Yep. And so this movie, the way it ends, it shows that it shows moment. Brandon Frazier. He, he takes the steps to his daughter and you could tell he's about to have the peak heart attack where he's about to die. Mm-hmm. And his daughter's reading him this essay that she wrote that he reads every day. And he said, it's the last thing I want to hear before I die. Mm-hmm. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever read. And <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a TikTok edit. The man goes full Super Saiyan. <laughs> he looks up in the air at, and his eyes roll back and he goes, Wah! and then his, and they show, they cut down to his toes and his toes curl as they lift up off the floor. His body lifts and he from lifts the floor. up and it's almost like something out of like, like a sci-fi movie where you get, see somebody get sucked up into a spaceship. Yep. That was him. Yep. And then the screen goes white and it says, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the movie directed by I think he blew up. <laughs> I think he blew up or something. Like he, I legit I, I did think I'm like, did the aliens just show up? What just happened? Yeah, he looked like he got beamed up yeah. to a spaceship because like the whole screen goes white and it, and it fades to white slowly as if he's being like sucked into like a beam mm-hmm. and his feet just lift up off the ground. It it was so it was so goofy. Of an ending and just like it is so emotional like that if you're if you're prone to crying like you'll cry during this movie I was tearing up at, at a, a couple points too this is a really pivotal moment and like you think maybe he's gonna survive and then they just <laughs> it's the one time you think wow I really hope he's he lives yeah from this and then he suddenly starts floating and the movie's over yeah it's like we were, there were other people in the theater. We, you and I were the only ones who just, we started laughing. We started laughing because I was like, all right, all right. You, you took me for a whirlwind. I was, I was about to cry. And I thought to myself, man, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> and then they hit me with that. And I said, no, never mind. I take it all back. Never mind. I don't ever want to see this movie I don't again. See this again. I- <laughs> that ending was just so funny. It, the only way we we fix that ending is we're just setting it up for the whale too, where he becomes like an almighty sentient being who he, he is who Jesus. floats who floats above the cities, demanding his prey, demanding truth, <laughs> demanding the truth from everybody. I want to hear something honest. It's like uh like that Eric Andre oh. skit where he's the octopus and he's just yes. like, I am the octopus. That's how I feel this this ending was is. I feel like the next movie is going to just start with Brendan Fraser just destroying a town with his laser beams as he floats 10 feet in the air above the ground and is like, 
I need truth. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that sounds dope, though. <laughs> oh, my god! Welcome to the MCU, whale. <laughs> yeah. The whale, the next villain in the MCU. Yeah. All right. I think... Uh, I think it's time to to get the banana meter. I'm sorry, the the avatar meter. In, the well, what? Yeah. So there was an incident, right? So, uh, we we always said that the next hundred will take over the banana meter. Uh huh. Um, I still think we haven't really found anything to replace the banana meter yet. Yeah. Avatar wise, because like. With so much world, it's hard to pick one thing. Yeah, that will be that will be. It's been tough, you know. Uh, so we did go to James Cameron and had mm-hmm. a little Skype meeting with some of the natives of Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, they, 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 it's really hard to get them to come and live in David's house. Yeah, because we were just thinking maybe we could have them like like two or three, just you know, replace the minions with a couple of them, and then just these guys will bring in. The meter, whatever it is, yeah. You know? like, I don't know, like you know, like the 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 I don't know the, the but, Pandora flower or something. But but the minions are really easy because I can just shove them into my attic and they can just kind of chill in there. But kind of come bouncing out with the with the Navi. It's like uh, these are like people seven feet tall. Yeah, I need like a whole. I need a well, whole yeah. room oh, or no, two for them. You know, feel so weird to sh- shove. You know. Those avatars are, in your attic. Yeah, it's those are just those inhumane. are just people. You know, yeah, those are people. That's inhumane. <laughs> like, yeah, this is that, so, that's illegal. Yeah, so uh, after long talks with them, we couldn't figure out a solution. So James Cameron gave us a second idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the genius he is. The genius he is. Beautiful man. He mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he gave us one of the leftover avatars from film. Yeah, and so. Uh, what we did was we hooked up one of the minions mm-hmm. into an avatar body, and now yeah. we just have one avatar. Yeah, it's great because you don't need to you don't need to feed the avatar mm-hmm. or give it housing. It just lay it just lays on the floor in your other room. Which yeah, is kinda it's totally weird sometimes. It's still the entire personality of a minion, but it's they're seven feet tall. Their skin is kind of blue yellow <laughs> mixture now. Uh it's uh it's uh. Quite a scary development in my home, but still needs goggles, which is weird. Cause yeah, that's uh, odd. You, know, you would we, think that their vision would be perfect now, considering we we created the avatar thing. But that's fine. Yeah, no, I guess it's fine. So um, yeah, so so uh, Bob is now coming in as <laughs> Avatar Bob. Yeah, it's uh, he's so frightening. He's, he's tall. So go ahead and come on in, buddy. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> careful, right. okay. careful. Calm down, calm, calm down. down. Oh, oh banana! Okay, calm down, buddy. Calm hey, down, calm hey, down, buddy. Keep it, keep it cool. Keep it cool. Banana. Okay, okay. Calm down, calm down. Banana. Oh, mini bot. Yeah, okay. And the rest of them are still there. It's not your yeah, turn. it's not your turn. Mm-hmm. You guys are all. You guys are on the cusp of getting fired. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Okay. I'll go jump on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You know, it is good to see him as an avatar, though, and not Batman. Yeah, it is good. I think this will be a great. But no, no, uh, Batman. No, 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 no you're no, not no. Batman. You're Avatar. Avatar. I see you. Yeah, I, I see you. you. I see you. Yeah. Okay. Just no, I, the... I, I don't want your tail. No, I, no, no, nope. no. Sorry. No, I see you. No, 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 no. no. We, we don't do that. It's All you gotta just stand there. Just uh, yeah, hold okay. the banana meter. He's he's tying the tail around my hand. Okay, that was meant to be a high five. It's, all right, all right. Now yeah. Ricky's hand is just in it's, the air, just stuck to the tail. Sticky. Oh, it's that's gross. great. I don't like it. All right, just stay right there. Just stay there, buddy. But no, no. Great. All right. All right. Let's. Go. I hate that this thing lives with me. <laughs> this is awful. I don't think the the avatar process worked very well. I I mean I rem- I hope it gets better. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> He's so tall. He's so tall, but at least he's not Batman. Ricky, what do you think about this movie? The Whale. The um, Whale. All right. So we, we didn't even really go into the movie much. This episode turned into something else. It's hard to talk about the movie. It, it really is. It's Yeah. It's it's, it's one where like you, you watch it and then you're like, I don't really want to think about this movie yeah. that much. Yeah. It's like you feel kind of uncomfortable afterwards, you mm-hmm. know? Um that's like any of those movies with the dogs where the dog is man's best friend and then he dies and then the man realizes he's nothing without his dog, you know? Yeah, it's like, why, <laughs> like, why, why do I, I want to watch, watch this? Why do I want to watch it? Why do I want to think about it? I don't. That's not fun. Yeah. Uh, th- so if this wasn't Brendan Fraser, I don't think we ever even would have had an interest. Yeah, we wouldn't have seen it. But for him, we knew that this movie was going to be just an acting masterpiece from him. Mm. And I think he delivered that. Uh, I really do. I think he 
killed it. And I don't know what he would do next because everybody's saying that this is, you know, the way to revitalize his career. And for me, I just, I don't know what else he can do because it's kind of, everybody's going to want him to be in some action movie, but I think he's past that phase. What it does is it opens doors, I think, for him. It opens doors for more serious movies, and Mm -hmm. I think that's the genre he needs to stay in now because I don't think what we need is another mummy remake where he's next to Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that phase of his life is over, but Mm. I really do think that he killed it. Um, The acting in this movie was, I mean, honestly, if I feel like I'd recommend this to somebody who wanted to learn how to act in something depressing, like Mm -hmm. who wanted to tap into a really hard role. This is a great movie to watch. Yeah. Um, The storyline of it, it's, it's good. There, there are some instances where I think they're, they're reaching a bit too far to push some of the, um, other narratives along, uh, we won't get into, we don't want to get into, you know, religions and all that kind of things. Um, but just personally, I feel like it was pushing a little bit too hard on some aspects to not really get much of anywhere. Yeah. There were some, there were, I I think we were on, we we talked a little bit about this. There's some, there's some discussion points that they go into that are like, that doesn't really seem necessary for the movie you're kind of just very hard i mean it, it, yeah again but it's adding that as that element in for everybody to really relate in a different way and i think yeah, that adds a whole nother layer of something that you and i probably haven't dealt too much with yeah they're realistic issues that like people some people would connect with i just don't think that they were necessarily relevant at certain points like it wasn't necessary yeah. yeah i think it literally just added more more drama to the aspect yeah. of a man leaving his wife for a woman or, or you know for another man it's yeah that that's really what it came down to mm-hmm. uh and who knows i mean you could tell that's something that has been a struggle amongst these people because you can feel the raw emotion coming out of them yeah um so for the acting alone beautiful but storyline wise i mean it wasn't anything like insane it, it, like the yeah. story is there that he's just big yeah but the story you know take away the food and the bigness he's still it's just a man who leaves his family and is just a pos yeah he's <laughs> so not he's not a good really person like uh, i'm gonna put this movie at like like a 75 i i think and honestly i think the 75 is all just the acting just mm-hmm. being amazing yeah it's not something i ever want to see again though <laughs> Like we talked about the you know, perfect hundred being something that, you know, if you feel moved by and something mm. that you can resonate with this one, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel sad, but I feel like motivated at the same time. Yeah. But also I don't ever want to see that again. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think I'd ever want to watch this movie a second time. It'd be really rare for me to recommend it to somebody, you know, if they wanted to see something really hard. Yeah. You know, this is one of those to add on. Mm-hmm. Um, but but my God, like the acting was amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. They killed it. They mm-hmm. made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. Okay. 75. Wow. Oh. I'm going to, so I agree with you. Uh, I, yeah, I, I personally, I think I would only ever recommend this to someone for like, Hey, go watch this to really see. I mean, this is just an acting course. That's all it is. All oh, I yeah. care about is I want, to see interviews now of Brendan Fraser talking about how he got into this role. That's the most interesting thing to me. Um, but as for like the storyline, I, I think the story struggled because I don't think anyone was a good person. No, yeah. I think everyone was kind of just awful in a way. There was only one character. His caretaker was the only character I think was generally a good person, but she wasn't in the movie as much. Uh, so she wasn't critical. Everyone who was in the movie consistently were like awful. So they're like the story I felt like kind of struggled for that. Yeah. Because then it's just, okay, we're just watching a sad man with a sad ex family just on his way to die. That's a rough story. And also the fact like it it wasn't fun. It was not fun to watch. No, it was hard, man. It was shouldn't got popcorn. No, I, w- I regret eating during it. Like, it was not fun. Uh, it's a painful movie to watch, which I think could impact some people to motivate you to change some things in your life. But to sit through it for two hours, that's a hard that's hard to convince someone to do. Like, hey, you're going to change your life. Go watch this movie. Um, so I don't think it really uh, 
it really completed its purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people will see this movie because of that. I think the only reason people see the movie is because of Brendan Fraser. I think the only thing that's exceptional is the acting. And I'm going to say it's a 50. I'm never going to recommend it to anyone other than for acting purposes, which is only like a handful of people I know. Yeah. Uh, the storyline, I don't think is revolutionary. It's sad, and but it's too sad, in my opinion. It's oh, not fun. Gosh, so sad. It's There's a difference between like, there's it's a sad movie, but I had a good time. Like there's stuff sprinkled throughout it. This just sitting there for two hours with nothing else in between that this uh, this just popped in my head of this is the perfect example of what I'm thinking of. There's a play I have been told about that is a comedy, but the entire concept behind it is about uh, a I believe it's a Catholic priest being on trial for uh, dealing with uh, altar boys in that capacity. That's a dark concept. Yeah, really dark situation. It's two hours long. It cannot just be dark the whole time. Yeah. You have to you have to add something comedic into it. And yeah. they do that That's cleverly hard. through it. Yeah. Um, this, I feel like they were just like, let's just go as deep as possible, as as dark as we can. Like, Because we didn't laugh. Hardly. We laughed at some of the ridiculous stuff, but it, I don't think it was intentional. Yeah. So I'm going to say a 50 because I don't think it was great. So 62.5. Yeah. That that's fair. It, yeah, I think it's fair. It's it's hard. It, it's what a what a perplexing like movie. It's like some of the best acting I've ever seen, but in the context of I don't enjoy it. Yeah, this is a movie I'm gonna try and like stow away of like don't ever want to think about this one. Yeah, this is like um, the only thing I could compare the, <clears throat> this emotion to is I'm a big basketball fan, mm. and a couple years ago the Suns went to the NBA Finals. They sure did, didn't and they? And we got. Sp- Banked mm-hmm. by the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I feel similarly now as I did then because <laughs> it was such a fun run, and I I remember every single emotion of like, gosh, I enjoyed this so much, but I'm so sad because we lost. But also like, it the was worth, it was worth it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just I feel so many. I'm like, ah, oh, we lost to like Giannis, and he has such a great story. But gosh, I'm just. So upset. Like, that's how I feel about this movie. I'm like, gosh, I really enjoyed the, like his acting and like the way he embodies his emotions. But I just don't. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm yeah. sad right now. Yeah, this is a weird movie to end the year on. But you know, but the one thing this movie does too is um, the the nurse uh, Hong Chow. I probably messed that name up, mm-hmm. but uh, this is the second movie we've seen with her. She was also in the menu. So yeah. She gets added to the list of people who are trying to make their way into this podcast. Yep. Hong, so, Hong Chow, is that what you said? Yeah. So she's up there with now. John Boyega. John Boyega. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo and Hong <laughs> Chow. Hong Chow. Okay. All right. So, well, keep them in mind. The actors to look out for in 2023. John Boyega. Yeah. <laughs> John Leguizamo. Yeah. Hong Chow. Technically, we've seen two avatars, but I'm not going to count that. No, that's, no, no. That's, that's different. There's no actors in that one. There's that no actors. all real. <laughs> that's all real life. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think that's I think that's it. I think that's it for our first year. Year. New year, new us. New year, new us. We're changing the podcast up, everybody. <laughs> okay. It's uh, no longer straight dude date night. It's now just um, food. Dude. Food. It's dude. Dude. It's the food dudes. Food dudes. Yeah. We'd like to take this moment to segue into we are now just an eating podcast. Yeah, we're gonna go <laughs> on actual dates to restaurants in our local area. Yep. Uh, just start reviewing those places. We're gonna instead. eat there, and then we're gonna bring the dessert back mm-hmm. and eat the dessert while while we, we're discussing. Yeah. It's gonna be perfect. Huge. What if that was like the transition for us to switch to a food podcast? <laughs> right after watching this movie too. I, like, oh, I would feel terrible. <laughs> I'd feel so bad. All right. For the next year, we're going to gorge ourselves. Yeah. Oh, Whatever oh. the final movie of each year is, we have to embody it the next yeah. year. All right, guys. Oh, See good. you next year. <laughs> I'm going to save Sonic for next year. Though. New year, new me. I want Sonic to be the last movie. I want to be fast. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, I don't think this is the last movie we'll see, but... Wait, well, one more? No, one more won't come out after this. Wow. No, this is the last. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in and supporting the podcast throughout this year. We're very grateful, and it's just been we have just such a blast doing this. So thank you so much for enjoying it. If you want to support us uh, in a tangible way, be sure to review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
Uh, also follow us on Twitter at Dude Dates and follow us on Instagram at Straight Dude Date Night. Uh, we're gonna be having. Uh, we're going to be asking for recommendations of movies to review in the uh, coming weeks. So look out for that on Instagram specifically. Yeah, there's some stinkers coming out soon. So, yeah. <clears throat> so we're going to hit some some dry spells of uh, no movies. Yeah, we need some. We're going to need some help from you guys. So if you, uh, they can be old or new, any kind of any yeah. kind of movie. Uh, uh, I didn't get anything for Christmas yesterday, but I think what you know would make me feel better is if people gave us a, the gift of a review. A gift of a review would be magnificent. Leave us a little, you know, a couple stars in there, mm-hmm. five preferably, but you know, whatever you're feeling. It's uh, the holiday season. Give no, I a- only want gifts that are five yeah. stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, would you get your kid a three star bike? No, you want to no, give them the nicest them, bike. Yeah, we want them to be safe. Same for us. Otherwise, why give it at all? Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so and, only uh, give yeah. the five. If you're thinking three. Just don't give it. Don't give it. Just don't follow us it on all. Instagram instead. Uh-huh. If you're feeling charitable, you know, share it around with a friend. And uh, if none of those apply to you, then just keep listening because we yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We have fun making it and we hope you have fun listening to it. Yep. So thank you guys so much. Ricky? Oh, do you have... It looked like no, you were about ahead. to say something. No. We're about to say something? No, I, I'm... <laughs> no, it looked I, like you were about to say something. But no, no, not you. <laughs> not you. Stop. Stop. Stay you're not involved still. in this. No, no. Okay, Ricky, this is the the first movie that we've seen where I had to actually stop eating my food, uh, which I feel like is a new milestone. Yes. Uh, with the with the movie going, which I'm happy to say that after 21 times of going to do this, that we still there are still instances where something different and unique happens uh, in the theater every time. So thank you for being on this journey with me. It is a pleasure to have you on mm. this journey. Likewise. Thank you. <laughs> here, here. Shake my hands. Yes. Shake. I want to shake it. I want to sh- shake, shake his hand. hand. Thank you guys so much for listening. We thank do you. hope you enjoy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2023. Goodbye to the minions. Um, where'd you get them? I never asked you. Nothing. Health insurance. Whoa! Yeah, that's what I got. Bono, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye, bye. <laughs>